To all be patty special sauce for the cheese special bunny on the special cheese I sit alone in my four-cornered room staring at candles. Well, that shit is on. Let me drop some shit like this here. Welcome back, everyone, to the Bottom of the Pit podcast, where we look to the moon and swap our palettes. I am Michael B. Goldberg, as per usual, and with me today... I have the Jamaican shake. The Jamaican shake of the food chain. Yes, sir. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. In uh, what form? No, I have no idea. Well, I'm, I'm just a bull <laughs> trying to make it, you know, trying to do live that good life, save up the money, do what I want to do. Gotcha. You know? Now, you are a... Um, a founding member yes. of the food chain. Yes, uh, I it's, am. it's myself, uh, Carbon Chicken, and the Jamaican Shake. Yes. Um, do you mind telling everyone where the inspiration for your name came from? Well, the Jamaican Shake part was from the, the favorite thing I got from Arby's, the Jamoka Shake, often mistaken as Jamaican Shake. So for for like the first probably like. Six, eight, maybe even a year of the food chain even being a thing. It was just Jamaican shit. But then we went to a convention too many games. And I don't remember. I don't even think I put down the. No. I don't think I had. <laughs> but we joined it in Justice 1 tournament. That's dating that. Yeah. That's like the entire thing. But we're, we went. We all put our names down for the Justice tournament. And the announcer, in, like, he put the in front and insinuated. So now... Or enunciate, I don't know. But he exemplified the the in the Jamaican shake. So now, whenever I write my name, it's usually capitals the. So it's like the Jamaican shake. It's not, yeah, it's not Jamaican shake. It's the Jamaican shake. I also really like Jamoka shakes, but I haven't had one in a long time. It's been a while. I haven't had been at Arby's in a while, now that I think about it. Yeah, the Jamoka shakes and Arby's. Yeah, that's like an Arby's, Arby's thing. thing so. Well, because of that uh, that announcer, you went from being a Jamaican yeah, shake now to it's the, the Jamaican, Jamaican shake. shake. So that's pretty impressive. Um, yeah. I'm actually happy you brought up too many games. Right. Um, because I was talking about it with um, the Carbon Chicken before. Okay. And we were talking about that, that tournament and how... Uh, we got kind of cheesed out at the end, all three. Yeah, of us. we did. All of us. Um, did, yeah. It was pre patched. Yeah, unpatched one. because we didn't have a Wi Fi connection at the convention. Right. So there were no patches, and then you could do Superman spam all day. Which is what the eventual <laughs> champion did. Yeah, that's what he did. Everybody in the room. Exactly. Which really kind of blew because we had, there's a lot of good players there. Oh, absolutely. That came with actual like skill, and they yeah. trained, and they had lots of practice. But. And, you, you can't do it because the lasers were so oppressive, right. unpatched. Yeah, there's nothing you can do yeah, about it. It's one of those things. It was like a wall, honestly. I mean, you get you try to go in. He's doing that the what's it the air laser where he just kind of scoops the entire floor. Yeah, and then you jump in, just forward laser, just laser blast. It was just super unnecessary. Hindsight, I should have just spammed them out with Deathstroke. We, yeah, but I had more pride then. Now I don't even care. Um, but 
one of the talking points of the whole tournament, not just from um, not just from like me and Carbon Chicken, but right. from a lot of the other people that showed up and fought. One right, of the right. talking points was, in fact, your death stroke. Yeah, because you did have kind of a, a one of a kind death stroke. Do you want to walk us through? Like, well, I mean, if you were on the Justice One, death stroke was spamming you, okay. and that was kind of like his always go to. But I always made it a like I always made it on purpose not to spam. That was always my goal. So yeah, I think he had assault rifle. I think he even had, like, anti-air assault rifle, too. Yeah, EX. It was like, EX, a, it was like a lobbing grenade. And then he also had the low shot, which is just, like, almost everything you need to keep that person far, full screen. He could do the jumping guns, too. Yeah, and he could do it in gun. the air. Yeah, I think so. so. But, I mean, I never went for that. So I assume everyone who would go and prepare themselves mentally to fight Destro would be like, okay, I'm going to get spammed. Then they wouldn't be spammed. I'm not sure. I'm honestly not sure that many people know how to fight Deathstroke without that aspect. Imagine. So they assume I'm just going to gun them the whole time. But when I actually, you know, I get in your grill, I actually have combos. They don't really know what to do. I think it just caught a lot of people off guard. Right. They didn't know all of his strengths. Yeah, exactly. They don't know what he can actually do at the time. Because, I mean, it was my, you might as well just took the L. Against that stroke, if you weren't, if you were just going to spam me out, yeah, good. because he had a he had a lot of good things like his yeah, Ford, his Ford X, which is usually the overhead pop. Yeah, his was like a whole flip kick. Yeah, the whole so he yeah. he got off the ground. Yeah. when most characters didn't, but most people <coughs> didn't know that. Because right. If you're fighting that stroke, usually he's full screen. Yeah, he's, he's full screen. Plus, uh, he he had uh, what was I about to say? He had his one move too. His Cartwheel sword flip. Oh, yeah, the sword That flip. was really good on just pressure. Yeah. Like, that was just inward pressure. Plus, he also had, I think it was, if you did it backwards, he did, like, a little ballerina spin into low. Oh, that's great. So, that was, it wasn't a combo, but, I mean, it was it was easily breaking someone's momentum down. But the only person who could really beat a Deathstroke would be Superman spamming. Right. Or, like, Scorpion, who can just teleport. Yeah, yeah, Scorpion. That was probably, like, the only one. Scorpion was his own. <clears throat> yeah, that was a whole other thing. At the time, but uh, in regards to like the sword flip, you used it right. so effectively because instead of being a zoning deathstroke, you were a rushdown. Yeah, yeah, I just got in your girl. And because the 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 sword flip ex became an overhead. Yeah, um, no one really knew like where to block. Right. They had like a low starter. Yeah, because usually with deathstrokes, like this is typical deathstroke. Right. Deathstroke yeah. was wild, so different yeah. that everyone always walked up to you afterwards, like, "Yo, that's like a crazy." Yeah. Um, it was still zone you, and when you got in, then it was sword flip yeah, to get you off. Exactly, sword flip was always a great thing it was. to just get them off my back. You know, I mean, I remember too many games being challenged after the tournament. Yeah, yeah, so I'm yeah, really I, you again. he challenged me because he didn't fight me, or he might have fought me and I beat him. I can't quite remember. Yeah, you. Oh, I beat him. He was running Aries. But then he rematched after when he wanted to use a Sinestro on me. Oh, and he just zoned out with Yeah, Sinestro and I think he zone. just, like, used a lot of zoning stuff with Sinestro. But, I mean, I just thought it was cool that he was, like, giving me, like, I want the smoke. And I was like, sure, I Yeah, well, you. your Deathstroke yeah. was, it was something special. Was, I'm not just, like, gashing up. It really was. I've never, ever fought a Deathstroke Lakers. I always miss Deathstroke, man. Yeah, he's, he's not coming back. I was like, he probably, he's probably not coming <laughs> back. Not, unless they do some crazy thing. But I love that boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, me and the Jamaican Shake are are blood related. We're brothers. We, uh, we obviously we grew up together. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, you and I. We've been uh, going head to head on a lot of things. Um, 
for our, our entire yeah. lives at, at different at different games. Right. So yeah. from you know we have fighting games, mm-hmm. we have even like racing games. We used to yeah, play Smash Bros honestly. all the time. I mean, Smash Bros is probably like our longest running thing. Mm-hmm. To be honest, we've been playing Smash Bros for a long, for a long time. time. I would always remember. Um, you would always just kind of like run off the cliff when you were a kid. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Like, you just like jump off the cliff. But I say I was like, I don't even think I think I don't think I was born when one dropped. But I think I was like three when melee dropped. Yeah, you were a young boy. Yeah, so we I mean, like, were all young. I wasn't doing wave dashes at the time. <laughs> Not doing them now, honestly. I still can't wave dash on melee. I don't know how to wave dash. That's like some top level stuff. Yeah. Um, that's just. I just wanted to give um, everyone a little bit of context okay, on yeah. where some of um, our interactions right. uh, might be coming from. Right. Because going back to Injustice One, you had Deathstroke, and I was um, solid Grundy, Grundy, and yeah. we would go back and forth, back yeah. and forth, back and forth. Uh, that was that was just the start of Food Chain, though. Obviously, yeah. since then, uh, you've gotten immensely better. Uh, yeah. Better. Um. So, bringing up that we were that we've you know we we grew up together. Right. Um. The one thing I did notice. Uh, as and I think it might have actually started with Deathstroke, was you had this this kind of a theme with the characters you would gravitate towards uh, to the point where I could look at a character's left screen and go, that's Dill's character, right. and that would be right. And characters I'm talking about are like Nightmare. Mm-hmm. You no know, Nightmare is like aesthetically, if I saw him, like, yeah, yeah. character. Same with Akuma, right? Um, and like Cinder, mm-hmm. very you know yeah, evil yeah. looking characters. Right. Something to do with fire, yeah, or something. I like demonic. the edge a little bit. You know? Yeah, yeah, you like you like the edge, like you yeah. on Overwatch, which isn't a fighting game. But, yeah, yeah. You know, you're a, a fantastic reaper. Yeah, reaper and doomfist man, and a doomfist man. Right. And looking at the if looking at a list of characters from Overwatch, I could point the reaper and be like, that's yeah, a Dill man, right yeah. there, obviously. Um, but with Injustice One, you went to. Deathstroke. What what caused like that shift? Well, for me, I've always liked Deathstroke okay. since like Teen Titans OG. Yeah, yeah you that was probably up. like the first introduction for me to Deathstroke. Plus, I mean, I had tried other characters when it came to when, with Deathstroke specifically. I'm I'm a big fan of, of of the gun and like sword combo. I think that's always like a cool thing. And Deathstroke's a cool character. The fact that he's one of the top fighters in DC. Of all DC. I just Plus, his design is great. I think it all just gravitated perfectly towards him. Uh, there was characters in Injustice 1 that I tried early on, like Nightwing. But I remember explicitly like seeing Destro in the trailer in his preview before the game even dropped. And I knew like that was going to be the character. Right, I like love at first sight. Right, yeah. I, was, I just liked everything about him. And this is before I even... You even think about like tears. Yeah, yeah. We like, this was before even all that. We like, really hopped on those. Right, yeah. I didn't think about tears at that point. So it was really just when it came to Deathstroke specifically, it was probably just a mix of design, already previous interest. Right. Do you think you um you like the the gun and sword combo because it's kind of they're like clashing ideologies? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it what it's just like kind of an interesting thing. I don't think it... I feel like the sword-gun combo kind of hit uh, big fame with, like, Devil McCry, probably. Oh, yeah. I mean, Deathstroke's been doing it for a long time, but when it, they don't want to be gory, they'll give Deathstroke, like, a spear. They give him, like, his little blasty spear that he has, which I just don't think is as cool. It's just something about, like, Deathstroke's pretty raw, anyway. He kills people. He does his job. He has his own moral code, but he's just doing his thing. And the fact that he has, like, oh, I'm going to use my sword... To like slice you up and then gun you down. Plus, in Injustice, he had a rifle too. Oh yeah, and a with rifle. his pistol, pistols, rifles, so sword. with a grenade launcher attached. So it was just like a mixture of just two cool things already. I think that 
just worked out for when, and it worked in Deathstroke's character already. Right. So just perfect. Honestly. And not to mention his like his overall like armor design in yeah. Justice was he looked cool. cool. He looked super cool in Justice. Oh, for sure. There, I mean, even until Gold. Uh, Cold War Deathstroke, I was using default Deathstroke. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, as opposed to his, his um, what's regime? What's regime, yeah. I, I mean, his regime outfit was honestly really cool, but Deathstroke isn't Deathstroke without his helmet to me. Right. Or his mask. With the, the black and the Yeah, orange. if it's not like, if he's his old man Slade, that's cool. I like Slade. Right. But I'm not going to fight with Slade. Like, yeah, I mean, it doesn't like, look cool. He just doesn't look as, like aesthetically pleasing to me if he's just like some old guy doing backflips. Right, not to mention he's like, he's old, he's missing yeah, an eye. Yeah, he's missing an eye. It's, like, it's impressive he can flip. Right, yeah. So it, can a gymnast, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's just not as cool looking, honestly. It just kind of looks basic. Okay. Um. So, you also use... In MK, since MKX, uh, you went from being a Scorpion main, right? Um, which is another character I should have brought up earlier. Scorpion, uh, the Scorpion main, which is a character yeah. you, you've, since you were a kid, you've, mm. like, Scorpion. But you right. switched to Aaron Black. Mm-hmm. This is back in MKX, you know? Yeah. What drew you to Aaron Black specifically? Because he's the one character I wouldn't be like, those going to use him. But you, um, use, but you main him. I mean, I like Cowboys. Cowboys are kind of cool. I like the... The cowboy like idea to me is cool. Plus, Aaron Black brought like the cool twist that like cowboy was like he's like a cowboy from Earth, not in Earth. So he's like from the cowboy era, but he's not on Earth. I think that's really cool. I mean, and also the guns. Like I think this is cool. How what do they call it? Um, like when you use guns physically, I can't remember what it's oh, called. Oh, like a gun kata? Yeah, a gun kata kind of thing. He's not, I wouldn't consider him gun kata. I mean, that's a fake style. Yeah, it's just like, it's well, gun kata I would consider more flashy. Right. And fighting but, games, it's a real style. Yeah, but like, I think it's cool that you have people who are shooting fire, four arms, like almost near god levels of strength, and you have this guy with two revolvers. Right. And a rifle just doing stuff and putting in work. And I, I think he only loses, like, once canonically in that story mode. Canonically, like, yeah. Like, he, he loses, like, to the same amount of... To maybe even less people than someone like Kodo Khan, which is crazy. <laughs> Kodo Khan is black. I just think it's cool. Like, he's kind of out of... His design is just, like... His design is awesome, too. Yes. And it's even better on Injustice 2. Seriously. Like, it, every, it's a similar thing... To everything that's my personal interest is mixed in. And gotcha. it was like, character when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's cool. He's like a cowboy. That's dope. Now, uh, what I want to bring up in regards to that um, is that you you said to me, I hope this character's in the game. When we saw a picture of him in the comics standing beside, I think it was Kotal. Yeah. I think it was Kotal. And yeah, that was before so. he was confirmed at MKX. Right. Before he had like a model, before yeah. we knew what his moves were. It was like was. a side profile. We just knew he was a cowboy because he had like a uh-huh. cowboy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he had like his holsters and you see everything. He has like the the scarf thing. Yeah, so he just looked like a, a cowboy ninja. Yeah, and I was like, that's dope. Cowboy ninja? Like, sign me up. Honestly. Which, is, which is cool. And I yeah. go into like the. The right. category of he's an MK ninja. Yeah, now he's like his now he's big popular. Yeah, well I think he's big popular now because he's a pretty he's a pretty he's good, good character. He's yeah, he's good. good. Um, but as far but you were there you liked him before there yeah. was even gameplay. Right, right. And you think that comes down to the fact that you just like cowboys and things like. That? I mean the, the the design I guess was probably what I would apply to because it was just like because since he's dominantly outworld he also has like some outworld aspects like he's not just like i have a vest 
and like I have like a shirt and I'm cowboy. Like right. he has like wraps. His his mask is almost like it has like a weird design. He's like well first I mean the mask honestly completes the design. Yeah, yeah. He, Without the mask, I mean I'm just like you're it's not as cool. He he doesn't when people take yeah, his mask off in MK eleven, I yeah, don't know why. I'm like why that's weird, but it just like it was a cool mixture of just like what you would expect the cowboy to be and an MK character. And it just put and it worked perfectly. And seeing that design, I was like, Oh, he looks dope. Like I'm like if he's an MK, I'm definitely using him. And then he was in. And, and you used him. Like, yeah, and, and I, you were and fantastic I used him. with him. I said I used him. I even stayed away from top tier variations on purpose. Yeah, it's true. You're using Gunslinger. Yeah, which is like his worst, if I'm not mistaken. It was very much so. Right. Um, and in in the comics, he did. He has a he has a weird moral because mm. um, he, he he fights for Outworld. He's yeah. um he's like an assassin. Mm. He kills people for money. Obviously, yeah, he's like a murderer. You, you can tell that just by kind of looking at him. Right. And he's what well, he's got to be like something fantastic because mm. he hunts things that are way above. Oh yeah, he he can take them down. Yeah. And he's got like boundless confidence. Like mm. he's taken MK11. Right. Where he say you're fighting Cetrion. Mm-hmm. Like you're fighting Cetron. He looks at the. Yeah, he looks at his thing. 99, like, million... Yeah, it's like, that's it, oh, God. Right. Okay, maybe I can yeah. And he, he, he goes and he for it. he still goes for it, yeah. that's not canon, you know, Cetron yeah. never even encountered Aaron Black. No. But the fact that... Like, he, he would he, still not, like, oh, I'm about to die. Like, he's like, all right, let's do let's it. Let's see what we do. Yeah, definitely. But in the comics, this is where I bring up his morals. Um, I don't want to bring up too much comics, but this is just something I, I know. Is he got turned away from the Black Dragon because he was too soft. Like Aaron mm. Black was too soft. Yeah, because he rescued Cassie and, and Jackie. Like he's the one I rescued. Yeah, and I think that's pretty interesting. I mean, he has no he, like the thing with Aaron Black is that he has no beef. Like it's literally on like you got the money, I got you. Like there, it's not like oh I, I don't like those guys. They're from Earthrealm. He has no reason to dislike these people. They're from Earthrealm. He's from Earthrealm. It's not like he's like oh Earthrealmers. Right. He's just like oh there they are. I mean, I have if it's in my interest, like I don't care to let these people die. Like if that, like I'm not here to murder people, and that's why Black Dragon is like savages. They're very savage. like they just don't care about anything. So Aaron Black's probably just like whatever. Like y'all are doing too much anyway. Like, I'm out of <laughs> here. True. Like so, I mean, he's doing fine. Right. He's got employed by plenty of people since then. Oh, he's apparently he was under Shao Kahn's employee. Hey, if they're paying, he's yeah, working. he's paying. He'll work with if you got the money for it. He's down. I think he makes that very clear to everyone yeah. who works with. Like, I'm not loyal to you. Literally, you're paying me. Most people in MK11 are like, "Why are you doing this?" He's just like, "They're paying me." Yeah, like, right. that's it. Like, that's all it is, really. I, and, I can't get get you with anything else. And pretty much, they're from Earth realm, so they should know. It's like right. money rules everything, yeah. no matter what realm you're in. Exactly. If you're paying anything, and it gets me things. I'll, I, yeah, I'll I'm no reason not to, especially in a wasteland like Outworld. Oh, for sure. Um, there's uh, there's two characters though that I want to kind of focus on that right. to me kind of represent your shift in what you might look like look for in characters at least right. from what I notice and I'll start with the first one being um being a dachi in Dachi yeah. uh, was it a uh, Ultimax yeah that was, that was Ultimax yeah uh, what drew you to a dachi because he's kind of you know he's got that kind of like dual not dual personality but he on the he's outside like sadistic, he, he yeah. plays Kylie but he's sadistic yeah, you know? yeah what drew you to that character as a, as well I mean a I'm a big Persona fan okay, and yeah. I think the Adachi thing is really interesting because you learn like Adachi is really just like not cool like he's selfish he literally has done everything because he's someone he's not gotten his way essentially so he has like hissy fits but 
like the when you actually play Persona Four, it's you don't know it's Adachi until the very end. So the whole twist is like, oh man, Adachi was in all these places at this time, and it all comes together, and then it's just like a cool switch. And I feel like they just capture that perfectly in his gameplay because he's a mirror of the main character because he has Magatsu Zanagi. Okay. And that's like the evil is Izanagi. But like that, he's like vicious. Like there's no nobleness there. Like Izanagi doesn't hold. Izanagi holds like his like big cleave, cleaver thing. Yeah, it's cleaver. Like a spear. spear. But he's like Magatsu Izanagi holds it like by the end. So he has like, it's almost like he's in your, he's like, it's just stab you at any point. And he's always kind of hunched over. He's not as proud. And Adachi is like, just pretty brutal in how he fights. Like, he stomps you, he kicks you, he can shoot you. He has full control over his persona, too. That was, like, a big part, was that he was always... Every other character was like, oh, you have to figure out who you are. But Adachi was like, I already knew who I was from the get. Like, there was no point for that for me. Yeah, he doesn't question himself. Yeah, though. he knows exactly what he's doing and why he's doing it. So, but with how they just, tran- how they just transferred the whole character of Adachi into gameplay... I just really liked. I just really thought it was cool, and he has some command grabs. I'm a big fan of command grabs and stuff like that. Some zoning aspects. I just think it was overall all around cool character. So I was definitely like into him. Right, and his persona looks really cool. Yeah, my God, too. Like, like a list of personas, I could point to his persona. Like, yes, yeah, for sure. Like that's Jamaican shake. Yeah, I definitely pick that character. Yeah, I have his persona in Persona Five. Oh, do you actually use that? Use it that. on the regular. Yeah, every once in a while. Yeah, nice. if I need it, you know, but it's cool. And the um, uh, the other character I wanted to focus on is in Smash Four, uh, the villager. Villager, you're a, you're, yeah. You're a very good villager. Yeah, I like villager. Yeah. What 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 drew you to villager in Smash Four? Well, in 2014, probably a little earlier, um, I was known as like a troll. <laughs> and villager, right when villager dropped, like there were memes about him instantly. Of course. Instantly. So I was like, dang, this guy's like a whole meme. I kind of got to use him. Like, and that was what kind of made me go to him. I didn't know what kind of character he was at the time. But just, like, the idea that Villager's, like, a crazy murderer is, I think it's just funny. <laughs> it is really so, funny. like, I just went with that. And he's got a lot. He's cool. I like his style. And he, he's good. And he was a good character. Yeah, he's really good, yeah. His capturing thing is awesome. And this is setups you can have with the tree and the gyroid, it's all, it's just like cool. Yeah, you kind of make your opponent play your yeah. game. Yeah, but I, I will say 100%, more so than probably any other characters, Villager was picked based around not his gameplay and more just like the idea. His idea? Yeah. Now, do you think, um, now, uh, in the newest game, you use primarily Incineroar. Yeah, Incineroar. And you're, and you're a fantastic I love Incineroar. Incineroar. Yeah. You don't, you don't touch um, Villager as much on there. Is no. that because you kind of moved away from the trollish nature of the characters you chose? Or you just like Incineroar so much more than Villager? I mean, maybe a mix of both. I do really like Incineroar. Um, Incineroar is very much like more offensive than yes, someone does. like Villager. Villager, I don't think... Trans, I, I, I think he's pretty good, tier-wise. I'm not too, too sure, but I don't think he's... Translates as cool as other characters do to Ultimate because Ultimate is more in your grill yeah, yeah, kind of gameplay, and I like I think he's like if you know what you're doing, he's really good. But you have to like really work with Villager, yeah, he, to get good. It's like with him, it's, it's heavy execution. Yeah, super heavy, super super heavy. So 
With, uh, and plus, Ultimate added to so many characters. I know so many awesome characters. I was just like, man, I want to play all these characters. That's why I can't even like create a top three with yeah, Smash Ultimate. It's really tough to even choose just like a single main. Yeah, there's just so many characters like Incineroar, Joker. I even dabble with like obviously Bowser, Villager, all kinds of characters. I'm just like, dang, I want to play this for like. Banjo Kazooie's coming out. There's rumor if Doom guy's in, that's dumb. Like that's super lit. <laughs> but that just kind of adds to the yeah. list of characters that you want to use. Exactly. There's so many characters in that game that just I could play Villager again, but I'll play this other character. You know, right. Like, or I'll play this character this time. It's just so so many options. I think just start to kind of subtract my vision away from villager i think it's kind of like a almost like a curiosity thing it's like you've opened up villager like pretty yeah pretty i know well and now you have a whole lot of treasures in this next in yeah. this next area that right. you haven't even explored yet like well i go back to the old treasure you already, exactly. you already know of, right. and you could be opening up the rest of these boxes yeah. here like these new fresh characters especially yeah. with ultimate when a new character when they revealed all the new characters was like oh i want to see what they can do for, oh, for and sure. all this you know like you don't even think about the old characters at that point. No, no. So, like, I'm not even hyped for Dragon Quest guy, but I think he'll be, like, interesting. He'll be interesting. And I'm definitely going to give him a try. Just to give him a try. Just to see what he can yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. So, do you think it's it's interesting how you're, um, just to stay on Smash for a little bit longer, mm-hmm. um, how you're, as the Smash roster has grown, your mains have shifted? Because uh, if I remember, you were... I, I, Technically, like a Bowser main in melee. Yeah, probably like Bowser Mewtwo. I would say, so yeah, Bowser yeah. Mewtwo. I mean, yeah, because I mean, obviously, when I was starting melee, I was like four. Yeah, you were a kid. So yeah. like, you just kind of look like that guy looks cool. I would do that, and obviously, I knew Mewtwo from Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So like, you, those are characters you know. You just kind of go to them. But you know, as you get older, you get more interested in things. And it's just so odd that Smash is continuously like. A, the things I'm interested in Smash is so happens is gravel. I don't know why that is. Like they're in your head. Bro. Yeah, like Persona. Like I'm only been in. Like I'm like a Persona guy from maybe like 2012. Got gotcha. you. Which isn't that long considering Persona's been around since like the late 90s. Shit, yeah, that's true. But all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they're like Persona Five and Smash. I'm just like, what? Like next thing I like, I wouldn't even be surprised. Like if. There are hella rumors. I don't think it's true. But, like, Travis from No More Heroes being in it. That would be crazy. I would have been like, what? Like, it's like they know my head. So they've already just added characters over time that I'm interested in just throughout the games. Like, Brawl with, like, Lucario. And, like, I think I picked up, like, Ness around that time, too. Yeah, yeah. And then... Project M. Yeah. And then when before came out... You know, they added Villager. They changed Bowser up a lot, yeah. which made me want to use Bowser more. They brought Mewtwo back. Corn, which I have a lot of fun playing. Uh, Ness and everyone else. Like, they just keep building. And I don't even think it's that I skew away. It's just that the pool just gets bigger and bigger every game. So, it's not like I don't use Mewtwo and Bowser anymore. It's just that I also have, like, 30 other characters I like to use now. Instead that. of just when Melee had what, like a roster like 26? Something like that, Like, yeah. I only had interest in these two characters. But now it's like, I have interest in these two characters and then like 15 other characters. So it's just like, spread your time against, amongst these 15, these 20 characters I'd use against these two in Melee, you know? Right, and that's what keeps it fun. Right. And I think that's where Nintendo's really soaring because... 
casuals like you and I, we mm-hmm. have a lot of characters we like to use in Smash, right. and we can, you know, we don't yeah. have to commit to anything. Yeah, really. exactly. I don't have to worry about tournaments. Yeah, or yeah. Like that. yeah. But the competitives, they have to kind of, you know, stay on top of yeah. things, keep keep up with like who's the best. Right. Na- they have to narrow their vision to like mm-hmm. one, two, maybe three characters exactly. and work with them. So yeah. I feel like they have a hold on both, but for casuals, we can yeah. have a lot of fun and we can get excited. Right. Absolutely, yeah. Because even if like, even if a, a tournament player has grown up with Banjo-Kazooie mm-hmm. and that's their favorite franchise of all time, if he's garbage, if True. they're garbage, then they won't be able to take him to yeah, the tournament they, they won't even, have joined. They won't even think about They'll it. They'll have to stick with Pikachu or, yeah. or Peach or something. Yeah, exactly. Which is, I mean, it's kind of a shame. It's kind of a shame. It kind of sucks, but that's that's the life. Yeah, that's the life of a tournament. That's the person. path they chose to walk. Plus, Nintendo's not a tournament-heavy developer anyway. They're yeah, usually they, casual focus, which is probably why they have 60 characters for, in for general. Us. Just for us. Well, they're gonna they're gonna have I think about ninety by the time this is possible. By the time their runs over. I mean, in all honesty, the Switch is technically not the PS4 and Xbox One console rival. The Switch is technically just the earliest next gen console. So, in reality, we could have like five years more of the Switch. And I would love if they did that. Honestly, they don't need to make another Smash. They could build forever on Ultimate and it would probably work fine. And it would work because yeah. we're kind of in that time where where games are being supported for, like for especially fighting games for four or five years. Right, because if you look at it in a, in a, just like a money standpoint, we have, what more can you do, really, yeah. with Smash? Like, really, you can't even risk cutting the roster or people are going to flip. Yeah, but to translate like 80 characters and then here's 80 like 20 more like I feel like that's just not realistic true, true. so I think if you want to continue Smash just keep adding characters and just doing what add content to it or they can you know finish their run of DLC whether it's mm-hmm. two or three packs of right. DLC and let the game sit for like two years yeah they could. and then release not a new game but like a big expansion yeah I could see that something adds maybe like 10 or 15 yeah, characters that would be the new stages right yeah I feel maybe. like they don't have to release a whole new physical copy the one thing I feel like if anything does come with long term other than characters with Smash is definitely like story story like we have World of Light but I'm thinking like a legit like subspace level story would be what would come next. Yeah, they had they something there. Something. Yeah, they really had something. there. Absolutely, I think they can still do stuff. Honestly, but you know, we just wait and see. I guess with Smash. Yeah, that's all we can do. Yeah. Um, well, since uh, uh, you brought up story, right. uh, we can kind of move on to our next topic from there. We can just kind of uh, hop on from there. There's a. Um, there's a trend I've noticed in at least Street Fighter and uh, Soul Calibur mm-hmm. where um, there's this this um, connection between their story, the story that the game itself is trying to tell, and the gameplay. Right. Where in the story, their strongest character being Nightmare and uh, Akuma. Right. Um, they are they translate into the strongest character in game. Mm-hmm. Like they are like you know they either number one or number two right as yeah. far as tier lists go they're like always the best one yeah they're always really good yeah um so I wanted to ask you what what are your thoughts on the story to gameplay dissonance in, in fighting games is that is it okay for that kind of thing to happen or what well what I will say is that I feel like there's a lot of variables there like Akuma is strongest in Street Fighter canon he's like the strongest character maybe like only second to Goken. But we don't even know what Goken's up to. But that's besides the point. Um, he's 
the strongest character in game physically, mm-hmm. but he takes the most damage. Yeah, yeah. So he has like no health. But with some, it doesn't work as well. I think with someone like Nightmare, who I believe in SoCal, everyone has the same health. Yeah, they have the same. Health. But Nightmare would just do like a quarter in one slice. And it just doesn't feel as balanced. Akuma, I think in Street Fighter Five, isn't as good as he's been. Not as good as he's been, but he's still yeah. top tier. He's still one of the best in the game, but he's not as good as he used to be. And I don't even know if I don't even like. I don't even know if that's because of his in canon like strength. Like I just feel like he because of his in canon strength, you don't want to give a disservice to him by like limiting him. So they give him just like. A lot of aspects, a lot of cool stuff to just show his strength a little bit more. And and gameplay and style of how he does things versus, you know, I couldn't ba- make Akuma on the same level as someone else, but he wouldn't be Akuma at that point. Right. Plus, I don't think Akuma... Akuma's very good, but I wouldn't say he's, like, broken, you know? No, he's, he's never been Yeah, broken. he's never really been broken except for, like, his first appearance where he had just normal health and was just some... Quarter health or you can, but that was by design, though. Yeah, that's on purpose, and that's probably too far. That's too that's far. That's a little too far. But if you give him like Kuma is probably the best on one because of his low like stamina and how you can take Akuma out easy, right, especially in a game like MBC. Oh, MBC probably the most vital. You can knock Kuma out in, like one combo in that game. So it's really, I guess, a lot of different aspects with it. Akuma. Being, I think, on the better end. Yeah. And Nightmare being on the wor- like worse. Yeah, Nightmare, he's... And it's kind of been uh, since, I'd say, Soul Calibur 4. I don't know much on, on yeah, 3. Yeah, tears with As far as tears four? go, but yeah, since sure. 4 on, Nightmare has been, like, one of the best. Like, yeah, uh, he's super good. 5, he was, hands down, the yeah, best character. Absolutely. I believe he's one of the best in, in 6 as well. Yeah, I believe that, too. And, 5 but, was ridiculous. But um, the, the the question I want to pose is is something like that where the, in canon like this is like a god this is an unstoppable force. Do you think a crowd is kind of accepting of them being the best? Like they're like you know okay yeah he's the best sure whatever makes sense. Um, I think I think there is an aspect of that, but and there's got to be a line where you draw where it's. He can be a great character in super high tier, but not busted. I don't think a busted character is ever okay. Ever. I think it, I guess it does make sense more so to make your big character like higher tier just because, you know, you build them up through story maybe or through anything and you just, you expect this. But I know in Street Fighter 4, Seth was, like, pretty bad, right? Pretty low. Uh, he was low. There was one, we have one Seth player, uh, uh, Punko. Yeah, I know about who, Punko. Who yeah. won uh, Evo with him. Yeah. I, I believe it was. But he put in a lot of work. Yeah, and that's specials. a lot of work. But technically, he's, like, the boss of Street Fighter 4. It's true, yeah. And he's not that strong. Like, he's not pretty... Really. On the lower tier spectrum, but what I think is really good about it attributes to the developers is that you feel that he's a boss, and you feel that how he plays, like oh he's got all these moves, he's got Sonic Boom, he's got some super command grab, uh, Chun Li's kicks, like down some top bar. You feel that he's like oh this guy's like the boss for sure, but maybe he's just not super good tier wise or like competitively. So I don't think it's entirely necessary to have these people on the higher stream. Do I think people would expect it more so? Yeah, probably. Okay. But I don't think it's necessary. 
to have your boss character be broken or high right. tier or anything like that. As long as in gameplay, you can feel that. Feel their. Pain. I think that's what's more important. Because like, even if Akuma was trash, if Akuma and Super Mario was trash, still I would still use him because yeah. he's just cool. And same, I used Seth on four. Yeah, you did. You did. And I, he's trash. But I still liked how he played. I just like the feeling of like this guy's strong, even if he's not the best character. It's similar to like Azrael. Like yeah, I, yeah. when through gameplay, Azrael is again one of the strongest people in canon. He is canonically he's what the trash. Is. He is. He's trash. trash. It, like, but he's like, when you play him, you're like, dang, this guy's strong. Like, you and you can tell. feel it. And I think that's the most important aspect. Right through, and that's kind of where um, where it does come down to like the design yeah. team. Right. They have to like make. In in game movements, the mm. animations, maybe the exactly. outros, intros, they have to capture the feeling of of dominance. Yeah, even exactly. If they, like the the stats, like the numbers, don't mm. really add up. Right. Um, but it's funny you brought up uh, Azrael because in the same game, um, there's the character Nine, who's the big bad boss of the newest one, uh, Central Fiction, I believe. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, there's Nine. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with um, Blaze Blue or. Whatever. Yeah, she's um. Uh, Coke and always mom. Okay, and Chubay's girl. Uh, I'm not too. Um, yeah, I'm not too familiar. But I've I've played like the arcade and stuff, mm-hmm. and she's very powerful, very mm-hmm. good. And I believe at this moment she is hands down the best character in the game. Um, to not to the point where Kokonoe was in the game before. Yeah, him, but she's currently the best character in the game, and she's the strongest in canon at the moment. Maybe. Not as strong as Susano, but I have no idea. I don't I, know the story. I guess probably not stronger than Susano. Susano is probably the strongest. Okay. Probably, but yeah, nine is like a like a witch. Yeah. Yeah. So she's pretty strong too. And she's the the one of the best characters in gameplay right. there. So I'm starting to believe that there's a correlation. Yeah, like there's a um, just a, as far as fighting game goes, there's some that aren't like mm-hmm. that, but they always. Tr- Make their big bad character yeah. not so great. I mean, no. I'm sorry, not bad. They're yeah. always up top, but the like the main character protagonist is always kind of mid tier. Yeah, I feel like honestly, the mid tier main protag is less in like anime fighters. Yep. I feel like anime fighters always have their main character pretty on the higher end, like Ragnar and Soul. Ragnar, Soul, Goku. Oh, uh, you, you exactly. Like I feel like they're always on the higher end because I think it's more attributed to like. A character, a, a casual player who doesn't watch this or know anything about this, could see that character and win. I, th- I think that's what it's supposed to be about. It and it brings up you know different aspect when a tournament ready player is using that character. Yeah, and that's where it gets a little funky. But I could see. Yeah, uh, I I think uh, I don't know if they do it so much on purpose, but I do notice that a lot because in the last Blazeville game. Kokono is not nearly the strongest person, but she no. was by far the best. Oh, yeah. Well, she she was... I think that was just a flaw in the design yeah. team. I think they just kind of screwed up. Yeah, she know? was ridiculously crazy in that game. And I haven't fought Nine. I don't think I've actually fought a Nine in Blaze Blue. She's very... She's just unpredictable. Yeah. I would imagine something like that since she's a witch. I think she, I've seen her use like some fire stuff. Yeah, she like, changes the, the environment. Oh, stuff. does she? Yeah. Man, she's okay, little, I didn't even know. She's a little strange. Man, that's pretty crazy. So, yeah... I feel like that is kind of more prominent in anime games okay. than a normal than like I guess a normal model three D game. Got you. Well, if we look at a uh, like Dragon Ball Z like fighters, mm-hmm. uh, so, some of the top characters: Goku Black, Cell, True. Kid Buu. Yeah, and all big like the biggest baddest Ooh, villains yeah. they have. All 
top tier. And you know what's funny when it comes to fighters? I think a lot of it is always they have this one thing that makes them just so much better. Just one. Like, Goku Black has his heavies. Yeah. I think that's like, and he's a pretty good assist, if I'm not mistaken. Kebu's small, and he's fast, and he's hard to, like, focus on. He has all kinds of crazy moves and great combos. And Sal is just, like, everything you need. Oh, yeah. he's Everything he's you need is Sal. Yeah. So, it's a, every each one of these characters has something. And none of them are canonically the strongest, technically. No, not canonically, no. I don't I mean, even know who's in that game with, to be canonically the strongest. Oh, right? uh, there's Beerus. Beerus, probably, maybe? But being a, he's a hero, so he doesn't yeah. get, like, the, the villain. Yeah, plus, Beerus is trash. And he's very yeah, he's like, yeah, he's, like, one of the worst characters, which sucks. But... I feel like that it, when it comes to fighters, I think a good thing is like they when they use the most popular characters and every the most popular character always like pretty easy yeah because they people know them they want to be able to use them I think is the main development tactic when it comes to someone like I don't know Beerus not people might not even know Beerus True. But like they're Especially like older Dragon Ball yeah like an old head or something they're like oh I don't know this guy but he's there you know and he's definitely not picking up. You're not picking up and playing beers, that's for sure. So I think there's this, it's a lot of layers, you know? Right, right. I, I there, feel there's a lot of things that probably go into it. Stra- I don't know if it's even, it might even be like a long term because you, I don't think it's so much that this person in the development cycle is like, someone's like, this guy's super strong in the story, we have to make him super strong. I think it could just be, this guy is super strong, people like him, let's make him even, like, let's just keep making him better. Okay. Because so, people already like him. So you think it could just be that simple? Yeah, it could be. Like people like him? Make yeah, like people like him. Exactly. Like people like him. Like let's bring him back. Let's keep making him better. Like people already know they like him. That, that makes total so sense. So I could see me. something even like that when it comes to someone like Akuma or like maybe even Nightmare or like Goku or Vegito comes to my head. Like people like Vegito. Let's make him good. Yeah. And that's good. what like that's what it is to me like in my head. So that's what I think. Is a, probably a lot of the development aspect, I think. Especially with uh, Dragon Ball fighters. You can see that a lot. There's characters like Krillin who are low tier because yeah. there's not a lot of Krillin yeah, fans out really there. And I can't really I can't really think of what the tier list of that is looking like right now. I, don't, I mean, last time I checked, I, I think it's like while. Cell, Gohan, Kid Buu. Oh, it doesn't usual. change much. Yeah, Bardock. Bardock, yeah. Bardock yeah. yeah. I think Bardock was a, an accident. I don't think they had any intention yeah. of him being that good, but he is that good. Yeah, I think that was just kind of like they were making this character and boom. Like right. he just so happened to be good. Um, the one there's a, a game out there that has this. Uh, it's I don't consider it like a a, a plague or a problem really. Mm. But as far as uh, story to gameplay dissonance goes, um, it's kind of like a like a bloodline, and that's right. uh, that's the Tekken series. Yeah. The uh, the Mashimas in Tekken have always yeah, been. They're always, they're always uh, amazing. They're always yeah. fantastic in everything that they do. I think the only one to not be is Jumpachi. Yeah, he's I not. I think Jumpachi is like the only one to not be like a clean top. He's always been... And I, honestly... To work with him. Honestly, I think that's just... I don't even think that's story. I don't even think that has anything to do with story, honestly. I think that's literally, like, bias. <laughs> I think it's like... I Like, these characters have been around for the longest. They're... Like, their people know these characters. It's like, oh, these characters are all super good. They've always been good. They have so many... I mean, put it in, pers- in Tekken's perspective, when was the last time any of these guys have got like new moves? They have. They've been like the same moves for like twenty years. <laughs> so it's just like they they don't even need to do much. They just bring them in. They might add some framework here and there. Yeah, that's pretty much what changes all throughout. Yeah, but like they're still always good. And I just think it's they started here with those characters, and it was like 
we're just going to keep going. Like, we're just like, we don't really have to change them. They already have a solid foundation. So just keep going and they just keep getting better and better with the Mishimas, especially like Devil Gen, I feel like is super good. Right. From Jin, the jump Devil Gen. Yeah. From the jump Devil Gen is really good. Uh, Kazuya, Heiachi, they're all just super good. I just think that stems from they know people like these characters. Gotcha. You know, and they like them. those characters. Those are like their babies. Well, they're, they're like... They're, like, great by default. Yeah, yeah. You don't even... Like, you don't question it. It's like, yeah. okay, who's going to be up there with Kazuya? Yeah, exactly. It's just, like, the Mishimas slash Kazuya... Or, what's it? What's his name? Kazama. The, oh, yeah. Kaz- the Mishima slash Kazamas. And maybe, like, a William. A William. Up there. Oh, like Nina? Yeah, Nina or something up there, too. And that's, like... Been the tier list for every Tekken game for like the past right, four and games. And Bob, Bob's always up Bob's always good too. Yeah, like every four games. Well, Bob's only been since second six, but since six. But he's very popular. Yeah, every handful of games. And it's a uh, boom. He's and, and, and Tekken six. Since we were talking about Mashima's, you know, the bloodline being good. Yeah. At least in Tekken six, he's a uh, he's taking a big hit in Tekken seven. But in Tekken six, one of the best characters there was Lars. Yeah. Lars Alexanderson. Yeah. Uh, he was the protagonist of the the story mode there. Yeah, he's straight anime. He was, he was very anime. It was yeah. jarring. Yeah. How anime he was. Uh, he's actually grown on me. Okay, I, and technically, I really did not like him. Right. But he's actually grown on me a lot because now we just have, like, a lot of weird shit. So I'm just like, Tekken why not? Tekken weird. Yeah, now, like, now I'm just like, why not have this, like, Power Ranger-ass fighting <laughs> fighter? So really, like, it doesn't even hurt me anymore to see Lars there. Right, when you have characters like Claudio. Yeah, uh, exactly. Claudio literally has a glowing hand now. Yeah, like Gigas. Yeah, I'm just like, whatever. This guy can shoot lightning from his hands. Like, cool. Like, it doesn't even bother me now. Right, it's getting kind of... And people and people thought the animals were silly. Yeah, and now you have we characters got like Lars flipping around, yeah. and you have Claudio shoot magic from his hand. Literally, yeah. And with Shaheen, who has like an undefined flippy style. Yeah, Katarina, who you can play with. Yeah, okay, I'm getting off topic. But I say, there's just a lot of. Yeah, it's um, not nearly drawing now. Yeah, but he was pretty. It was pretty. Out, out of touch yeah. in Tekken 6 because it was still realistic right yeah so, I mean the craziest of. we got was I think like Roger Roger he was and like the, the weirdest and that's so that. realistic because people because kangaroos have had a history of being forced to box yeah so technically yeah I, that does fit somewhere so it doesn't it's not too far-fetched but yeah when you jump in with some dude literally doing Muay Thai versus this guy who's slicing you at with, your, like, lightning uh, hands. Slicing your feet. Yeah, so exactly. Like, like, are you going to slice someone's thigh? Yeah, and literally, like, summoning lightning into their hand and, like, <laughs> uppercutting you with it. It is jarring. But technically also kind of Mishima. Yeah, So Mishima's it still fits. Kind of and he was one of the best there. And I almost feel like it's, like, a status quo now. Like, yeah. the Mishimas always have to be good now. Yeah, even if they're an Alexander. Yeah, exactly. Just like a illegitimate yeah, he's illegitimately like a Mishima. So, like, I feel like they just have to hit the status quo and make that character good. Well, in Tekken 7, he's very bad. Is he bad yeah, in Tekken 7? he's terrible okay. in Tekken 7. He got some buffs, so he's a little bit better, but he's okay. very bad. And I feel like that's because of, um, and it's, this goes back to just the, the simple the development of who they want to be the best. Right. People didn't gravitate to Lars like they thought they would. No. Like people pick Lars because it was easy to use, especially yeah. in Tekken Tag 2. He right. was an amazing partner in Tekken Yeah. And we know that because one of our former associates used I mean, Lars on his team. A lot of people use Lars. And I fought plenty of Lars online on oh, my yeah. game. Because so. he was easy. You play yeah. with your eyes closed. Exactly. At least on Tekken Tag. Now You just hard. do like di- directions and double inputs and then you're doing the crazy right. stuff. So 
Well, that's interesting. Now he's not doing Tekken Seven. I wonder if that's an aspect of like the bound system being going on. It could be. It could just be a yeah, product of the bound system. True. Yeah, because he started with that. Yeah. So maybe he's just not as solid without it being able to bounce someone up and doing all kinds of extra stuff while they're in mid bounce. Yeah, but that's um that was a, an interesting uh, direction you took where instead of it being story related, it's just the villain characters are always kind of popular yeah. and the hero characters are usually less popular. Yeah, I think that's more the aspect. Over time, these people like these characters. No one wants to have this character that they've been using for years and then the next thing they're just trash. Right, right. No one wants that. I don't, And I think when it comes to a business perspective, you don't want to turn anyone off. So they're going to just actively make keep those characters good forever. At, at all times. Yeah. Now, the, the only uh, franchise, uh, it seems like doesn't do this and if they do it seems just uh by accident they just it just happened to fall mm-hmm. in place is the mortal Kombat series um because we have mk11 both cons both yeah both cons trash. Are, are trash yeah super trash yeah and i feel like the i feel like mk is almost a little bit harder because mk is like the most realistic fighting fighter when it comes to like visuals and stuff and just by design, I feel like since their visuals and their animation style is so much more realistic than everyone else, they kind of have to keep things a little bit more controlled. Like someone like Cetrion, who is literally a god, the most godly thing she does is like throw rocks. Yeah, yeah. Like she's not exactly like she's not like summoning giant rock molds from the ground like something I would assume in an anime game who would literally like maybe hit you from like full screen with like rocks. Yeah, yeah, kind of like, like they, yeah. They have to keep things like. A little bit more controlled in MK. I think that's why. Also, with the cons specifically, they're like grappler and heavy hitters, which aren't even as plausible in the kind of game of MK11. Right. Where you have characters who are quicker and have almost, if not better, damage outputs. Yeah, they don't hit as hard as you think they should, especially Shao Kahn. Right. And I think the crushing blow aspects change a lot, too. Because now characters who would generally be weak still have the capability of doing like a quarter yeah. of health in one combo versus like that would maybe be normal for someone like Shao Kahn or Kodo. You like, but now you have every character doing that. Yeah. So yeah, it, exactly. it kind of deters them from like even wanting to use that. Like those characters. I love Shao Kahn, but he's not good. I'll tell you that immediately. Yeah. You kind of have to accept it at that point. Right. He's super, he's just flawed hundred percent. But the like the the like the top tiers in MK11 is just kind of consisting of jobbers at this point. Yeah. Garrus, um, Sonya, yeah. uh, Scorpion's up there. He's technically a jobber. He's like the face of MK, yeah. but he's not significant in the story. At True. All. Yeah, he's hasn't been significant ever really. Yeah, he's always been interesting. a side character. Yeah, like, he's never really been interesting. Yeah, that's it's definitely. I feel like Aaron Black is literally top tier because people like him. From, X. Yeah, I think that's literally why he's top tier. And Gears, I mean, I know why Gears is top tier. His crushing blows are just ridiculous. I think that's another like crushing blows change a lot of the game at a base level. True. If if you don't have proper crushing blows, mm-hmm. then you're you're kind of weak. Yeah, you're automatically on the lower end. Right. And I think that's the biggest issue with like Kodo and Shao Kahn. The crushing blows are trash in comparison to someone who has counter this person hit this person with just this move like 
like Shao Kahn has to literally hit you with a spear three times and then hit you with a combo. Yeah, and the spear is the worst. Yeah, and it whips on like it whips if they're right up on right, like it whips right over their head. And he has ones where oh, you have to use your taunt, which is like a three second like long area of time. Right, which is like six years of fighting game and fighting game. Right, plus you're open. While you're lo- while you're laughing, so there's a possibility you might just get hit out of it, and then you have to do a specific move while they're being affected by your taunt, which only lasts like maybe at the most five, maybe that might even be like being stretching it, and that's your crushing blow when someone like Gears or even like Aaron Black who has just oh catch them when they whiff. Like, that's so much easier. You do that by accident. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's so much easier than having to do these crazy setups just to get big payouts when other people, other characters can just do the simplest things and just get equal, if not better, payouts already. And I I just think that's how – that's at the base level how MK11 is, is why I personally attribute a lot of characters being top and low. If your crushing blows are bad, you're bad. Right. I think that's kind of just what it is at this point. And there are some characters, and I wanted to uh, bring up Devorah for a second. Mm. Um, she's a big bad in the story. I right. just, just did yeah. air quotes. I hate her. She's like a forced big bad. She's not like yeah. a force of nature. or She's just one of those survivalist characters. She's just characters. a race. Uh, she's the last of whatever yeah. the Katine. She's like what Reptile is, but Reptile's not in there. Yeah. She, like, I'm the last of my race. I'm trying to... I'm fighting for my race. Yeah, she's like Reptile, but if Reptile were just... Would show up and just beat everyone. And beat everyone. Yeah, yeah. honestly. Solo Scorpion beats Kotal. Yeah. Beats, beats Baraka. Beats everybody. Beats Melina. Beats Melina. Literally, like, every character you like, Devor beats her. Yeah. Beats them for, like, no reason. Yeah, I mean, kills them. Yeah, it kills them. Like, for no... Like, just out of nowhere, this character is suddenly super important. I hate Devor. Yeah, and that's a, that's a lot. But that's, yeah. that's, like, for... Well, actually, it's not really for another time. Because it kind of goes to the the, the the story to gameplay distance. Because at least in MKX, she was very good in MKX. Yeah, she was. Right, she was fantastic because that was the the, mm. the game of the stance cancel. If right. You had the stance cancel, you were yeah. immediately you were hopped up. Yeah. The top. Uh, but she's not fantastic in this game. And I think it could... Well, there's, she has a lot of other reasons. But a mm. big reason is she's got incredibly weak, incredibly specific crushing blows. Yeah, she does. And, and her crushing blows are super specific and they're not even that strong. Like, yeah, they're, they're not. nothing. Like, Gears will hit you with a 40% command grab, and you might catch, like, a little stabby, com- like, crushing ball with her that does maybe 10% more than that normal combo yeah. would do anyway. If you're lucky. Yeah. If you're lucky. It's just I, how the game is, you know? And it kind of comes down to that, mm. unfortunately. It, it doesn't come down to the characters. It comes down yeah. to, the, like, the mechanic, which yeah. does create a kind of a problem when it comes to story. Mm. So yeah. Like story gameplay thing. Definitely. And that throws kind of a wrench in possible sequels because if Crushing Blows don't come back, that can throw the entire list out of whack, you know? Now a few characters who aren't as good might still be good. That's true. What if, you know, Garrus comes back and all of a sudden there's no Crushing Blows? There's Yeah. He's plummeting, I think. Well, he's, he's, I mean, he's actually pretty good generally. Yeah, he's got command grabs. Yeah. He's got, like, straight-up ass mix-ups. Yeah, he is, like... I think Gears is actually the best character in the game. Right. I think he's the best character in the game, personally. Him and Sonya are my top sure. two. Yeah. I think they're just... They have they cover every base. I think it's, like, they just do everything you need them to do perfectly, and that's it. Well, I think with Gears, I think the one thing 
that makes him top tier. I think it's like one thing mm-hmm. outside of crushing blows, and it's his low sand trap. Yeah, I agree. I think take that away, and I think he's mid tier. Yeah, his low sand, his. I mean, that thing's like full screen, full screen anywhere, super, low, super on, fast. There's yeah, no, no wind up. Yeah, no wind up, super fast, a low, yeah, which is already low. crazy. And a crushing blow from it. And a crushing blow. That's crazy. And it doesn't trail projectiles because yeah. he phases out. Yeah, and then he immediately like sinks under. Yeah. So even if I shoot a projectile and you hit me, your, your gears is going to win every time. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not like a teleport. Who, someone's got to teleport. Uh, Kun Lao. It's not like how Kun Lao yeah. can hit him out to teleport. Yeah, yeah. Garrus phases. Yeah, literally. He phases down, so he's his hitbox is gone. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone, yeah. I think that's singularly what makes him the best. Yeah, I, I could. I mean, his, a lot of his command grabs just do a lot of damage right. in general. He, he does more damage in command grabs than Kota or Shao. Right, and like both of those characters should have been grabs. Yeah, they should they, have. At least Shao Kahn. Shao uh, Kahn has a lot of grapples. It's just that they're weak. And a lot of, like, Shao Kahn's base moveset is not very good. That's a shame. A lot of his stuff you have to uh, attach. Like, his taunt... Which I think should be default. I think his taunt should absolutely right, be that default. Is yeah, I think that absolutely should be default. Is an uh, equivalent move, which Got I think is just weird. That is very weird. Which, but his, that's a, <laughs> a quick move. Which makes Shane look so frustrated right which now. Which is, I think Shao Kahn has like maybe two crushing blows, not with an equip move. So he has an, a crushing blow attached to his um, his taunt. Which is in a base combo string after while they're being affected by the taunts effects. And then he has one where you need two equip moves, which is Shadow Priest, and then you need to war his one Annihilation Command Grab, which are both equipped yeah, for one yeah. crushing blow. For one. That's bad. That's, that's very bad. bad. I'm sorry, that's just bad. Not to mention, Dark Priest is at this moment considered a dead move. Yeah, it's bad, dude. It's a bad move, and that's one of his crushing blow startups. Like, Versus Gears, who full screen low command grabs you into thirty percent. Right, like that's crazy. But that ties in a little bit because Garrus like is right underneath Kronika. True. So in all respects, he's the only playable boss character we have. Yeah, technically he's like a sub boss character. Yeah, playable. So that could have been what they were looking at. Maybe because it won't really fit in the popularity thing since he's yeah. a brand new character. But I don't know though because literally he gets beat like. Garrus gets no love in that yeah, store. The, the, he gets beat like every time he shows up, pretty bad. Yeah, the, with his whole thing being every time I die, I get stronger, and he's like, "This is my millionth death." Yeah, like, you should be unstoppable. Why exactly. Like, and you're just like, "What were you just trash?" Like the first time you died, <laughs> oh, like, man, were you? Were you just bad? So now you're just you're only slightly better after your millionth death, and he's one of the best characters. Yeah, oh. that's true. But Kodokan kind of gets the same. Same uh, deal though. He doesn't do much. Yeah. He doesn't have very many 100%. canonical wins under. Yeah, uh, it's true. Yeah. Aside from outside of his chapter, which I don't really count. I should. I mean, technically, I have to count them. But you're playing as him. Yeah, it's hard to put a lot of MK's fights into canon. Yeah, because you really don't know. Because they could just as easily lose. Like you know, it's you. I guess you have to count them as canon because if you don't win, you don't progress. True. So they have to technically be canon, but. It's more like, I don't know how strong this person actually is. I think that's that's like a flaw in the way Netherrealm tells her story. Yeah, that's inherently flawed. I think they should dish the... This is just me being a storyteller. They should dish the chapters and just have you play as a character that fits the overarching Yeah, game. I agree 100%. Yeah. Like if you don't play... Because you don't play as all the characters anyway. There's yeah. not like a Baraka chapter. Yeah, there's, there's not, not an Aaron Black, Black trap. Yeah, there's nothing like that. Yeah. There's no Collector trap. Uh, trapper. Uh, chapter. <laughs> there's no Garrus trap. Uh, yeah, there's trap, no like Garrus or Shao Kahn chapter, I don't think. Yeah. New yeah. You don't play as villains. And I think that's that's where it becomes a problem. Yeah. And I noticed that in MKX, 
in um, Kung Jin's story when you fight Kotokan. Yeah, and you beat Kotokan. Because canonically, Kotokan has been defeated by Kung Jin. Yeah. And that's just weak. I'm sorry. Exactly. How do you respect a... Yeah. A Khan who a got Khan. beat by an Earth Realmer like nothing. Like right. literally nothing. Well, the Khan before him had to be defeated by the Elder God. Yeah, literally. He Very technically good. won in the end. But by winning, he broke the rules. Yeah, and then, that was it. And that was it. So it's crazy. Yeah, to think taking that. him by forces he couldn't fight. Exactly. Literally. After beating up an actual God. Yeah, he after beating up, up a God. God. Right yeah. Right before that. Like he was... I mean, Shao Kahn's won twice. Yeah, he's technically like he's canonically the strongest character on the roster. Yeah, technically, yeah, he's won twice. Which I was curious about how they're going to do it with Kotal because I'm like, if you're just playing as Kotal and you beat Shao Kahn, that doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make sense. But they still did the sword doesn't make Shao Kahn destroy Kotal. But outside like, okay, of gameplay, outside of gameplay, so you know yeah, that's real. That's got to be rough in a cutscene. Because <laughs> I think you do fight Shao Kahn, but then. After the fight ends, the Shao Kahn just gets right back up and yeah. is like right in, in his middle. One mid of those again. things. Yeah, so I don't think it's Which is still technically canonically that he won. Because then he goes in and breaks his back. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's game over. Like, yeah, and then that's it for, for Kotal. For the rest of the MK lore, he's crippled now. Which is why that's where like the flaws go. Like if you really wanted to make Shao Kahn look that much stronger than Kotal, have us play as Shao Kahn instead. Exactly. Of yeah. And beat the shit. Like, and put Kotal's AI on very easy. Yeah. And just slow walk. inherent. That's the inherent flaw. Yeah. Like because it's it's Kotal's chapter, you have to play as Kotal when Shao Kahn would have beats Kotal anyway. Yeah. So the fact that you right. beat Kotal, Shao Kahn as Kotal is moot. It doesn't matter. It doesn't exactly. matter. It doesn't matter because he immediately gets his back broken afterwards. So. Yeah, I think in a theoretical MK12, whenever something like that would even happen, I think it'd be smarter for them to drop the chapter. It would be smarter. Plus, it'd be easier to write the story, I think. It would be easier, and it would be funner. Let me, I want to throw a, um, a hypothetical chapter at you okay. real quick, like real quick, because it's one of the chapters I had a problem with, and I just want to throw it at you real quick while you're here. Um, there's a chapter in that very scene, in the fight in the big giant war in the Coliseum, right. and at the end, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't beaten the story, I'll... I'll just let it run for like a couple more seconds. Talking about how it's a spoiler alert, and spoiler alert is over. Um, where at the end, like the 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 cap on that is that Katana becomes Khan, right? Beats Shao Khan. Yeah. Now I didn't like that because I don't like the thought of Katana being able to defeat Shao Khan in combat, one v one combat. I mean, it doesn't really make any sense. Now what I like in this theoretical chapter in the Colosseum, I think you should play as. Like, aside from all the side fights, maybe, right. I think you should play as Shao Kahn and fighting, maybe you fight Liu Kang, maybe you beat Liu Kang, right? You uh-huh. first start yeah. Liu Kang, maybe then you, like, you beat up Jade. Okay. And then, like, you fight Kotal. And while this is all happening, uh, in between, things are happening in between cutscenes, and Shao Kahn starts to take, like, more and more damage. Oh, yeah, and I you see start that. And you start the rounds with less and less. Yeah, damage. I could see that, yeah. That makes more sense narratively. Right, and then once you get to Katana... You're already you, low. You play as Katana. Oh, okay. Against the Shao Kahn yeah, that's, that's got, like, next to no health. Yeah, and it makes more sense as how they can beat him. Yeah, yeah, so Katana, like, beats Shao Kahn after yeah. Shao Kahn is beating everybody. Yeah, after Shao Kahn's already gone through, like, a whole army of mm-hmm. super strong fighters already. Because then I could buy that, that Shao Katana. Kahn, like, Katana could beat Shao Kahn. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, Katana... I don't think they ever do a great job of showing how good Katana is. No, they keep saying she's great. Yeah, she's like, oh, she's a great fighter. And I'm like, why does Jade exist then? Because Jade's whole character is that she's like her bodyguard yeah. almost. So I'm like, if Katana can just like body one of the strongest people, why even have Jade as the bodyguard? And the real question is, why hasn't she done that already? Yeah. She had the capability of doing exactly. it. Exactly. Like, 
you were good enough to kill Shao Kahn. Why not just do that like years ago? Because we, like, we have to remember because this that is young Katana yeah, too. Against that's from the same moment. Exactly, it's the same Shao Kahn from nine and the same yeah, Katana from nine. Exactly. Why couldn't she do it then? And why can't she do it? Yeah, now? exactly. And it does create the problem, the issues, you know. Yeah. So, I think that would be smarter and. Just to narratively make more sense of everyone's power levels and how things are working. Because you can't accurately place a power level when you're using the character. Yeah, because you're just not right. You're not gonna because you're not going to lose. Exactly. You can't lose. You can't lose because nothing happens if you lose. Which is what bothers me when you can't play as like the jobbers, right? Because mm. these are like supposed to be the like the big bad bosses, like their best men. Yeah, exactly. But you run through them all. Yeah. Like, you run through Baraka, you run through uh, Aaron Black every yeah. time, you beat up Cabal like it's nothing. Exactly. Like, like these are your best warriors, like okay. Yeah, like these are your number ones. Like where's the threat if I just beat them all? Yeah, Especially exactly. if like you're using a character that you main, like your Liu Kang main, and yeah. you're against Aaron Black, you're just gonna like double fall as Aaron Yeah, exactly. And I'm, so it's like, so is Liu Kang good enough to beat Aaron Black without getting touched? Like, which he might be. It's he Kang. might. It is Liu Kang, but is that accurate? I don't know. Yeah, it's it's hard to say. Yeah, exactly. I don't really know. That's why I think they should ditch the chapters and just go with like a, a full blown. Yeah, game. I agree. I've noticed Assassin's Injustice too, honestly. Yeah. I'll just like, yeah, you might as well just cut that out. Because it's holding them back on what they can yeah, do. Yeah, 100%. You could tell some interesting stories, and they could get the power levels right. But exactly. Because they immediately, every like story in another own game, immediately because of the chapter setup, starts, oh, there's this group. They split up. And that's literally every start <laughs> of the chapter. It's like, oh, I will send these people here. We'll send these people here. We'll send these people here. And it even happens like in Injustice. Like, it's like, oh, we have to be able to use those characters so we'll have them do something over here, and we need to use these characters, so we'll have them do something over here. And it just doesn't, like, coherently come together yeah. ever. It just it feels like a mess. And it becomes predictable. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, you said Cassie is going to save Sonya? I guess I'm going to play Sonya and Cassie soon. Like, yeah, pretty easy. it just doesn't do anything for, like, to narratively impact you. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. And that's it sucks. They they have a lot, but that's um that's those are just like the the games that I wanted to talk about in regards to like the story to game right. distance and how mm-hmm. they kind of change. Yeah, yeah. But I think you're onto something with the um you know they just want to make the popular characters mm-hmm. good so people use them. Yeah, exactly. And, and they'll hold off all the weird gimmicks. Yeah. And shit for like the characters that don't really have right that big of a following. Like, try things out. Yeah, every character has the potential, you know, to get popular and then get good. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Okay, um, uh, moving on to the, the next topic here. Uh, you and I, we've... Obviously, we were on together. I said this in the beginning. Right. Um, so, I, and I mentioned earlier, when we were very young, we played Smash, and you're, you're a very young person. Like, this isn't, like, 10-year-old. This is, like, a 4 oh, yeah, five this year is old like Jamaican four, shake. Oh, yeah. This is, bo- uh, this is like, baby shake. Yeah, exactly. And, um, like, uh, one of your best tactics was just jumping off the cliff and ending the fight in like yeah. 30 seconds for, yeah, exactly. for reasons I can't understand well, I mean I, I the match is over whether you think you win or lose honestly the match is done um, if it's 0-0 zero, zero, then yeah um, and it's still 0-0 zero, zero, and it's still draw but we we've played a lot like we never like really fell off we just no. would play different games and we would yeah you know just either some weird games like Marvel Nemesis yeah um, but we would play like Soul Calibur and we would play like some MK games right and sometimes we play Tekken and I've noticed um, as we've we've gone on and throughout the years you've gotten better and better and better right. and better and I'm always so so impressed by your improvement 
Like you went from being like a five-year-old kid playing melee, jumping off the cliff for no reason, to being arguably, in my opinion, the best Smash player in the chain. Like I feel like one v one, you take me. Maybe yeah. Uh, so I just, I just, that's just what I believe. Um, now, like knowing that and seeing your progression, what advice would you give to players who might be in the same boat who are looking at fighting games, going, "I could never possibly be any good at this." I mean, well, well, in my experience, you know, you play a game for 20 years almost, it's, you lose a lot. I think that's always very much vital to getting good is losing. And I, when it comes to me, when I lose, like, I don't really see it, especially with something like Smash. Like, I don't see it as like, oh man, I got jipped. Like, a lot of times it's just like, dang, I really messed up. I just took that out. Like, you just kind of learn and it, when it comes to losing, you, you always take something. Right. Like with Incineroar, for, let's say. you When you first play Incineroar, you might just be bold and doing all kinds of crazy stuff like jumping off the stage. Obviously, Incineroar's like aerial game and his recovery game is not very strong. So it's being, oh, I'm not going to do my upbeat close to that edge because I'm just going to fly off and die. Like you just learn through losing. And a lot of people don't take losing well. They like I don't like you're not gonna be the best at at the jump of anything. So when you play, I see losing. You're not really losing. It's just like you're learning a little bit more every time you play. And as you just get better and better at the game, you know you may lose some, you win some. But every loss, you know, you see why you lost, and you can work on that. I think that's the best advice I could give: is don't be deterred if you lose. Because you will lose a lot. Right. I lose all the time. That's inevitable. Yeah, you're going to lose whether you're the – like you say you, I'm the best in the chain of Smash. I still lose. I, mean, I smash all yeah. the time. It, it's just you learn. You see why you messed up and you just get better. You don't – that's a lot of people get – if they lose, they don't want to play anymore. And they just want to drop the controller and leave, which I'm like, sure, if you want to keep losing, you can do that. But you're not if you're not going to actively take what you did wrong and work on that – there's no then you're gonna stay at that same level. You're not gonna get any better. So I guess that's my best advice would take it like learn from every loss, you know. Now now would would you say that people who who don't take losses well, like you mentioned, you know, there's people that don't take losses yeah. well, do you think they're really holding themselves back when they they go off and they they blame everything. Oh yeah, mother. it's just like oh I lost because because this didn't happen or yeah absolutely because you can't. this happened. See, because at the base of it all, it's you. Yep. Whether I mean you could say, oh man, that move didn't <clears throat> excuse me, that move didn't come out. It's like, oh, that wasn't the game not putting that move out. That means you did it wrong in that moment. Right. And you messed up. That's not the game saying, I'm not gonna give you that move right now. <laughs> Even though you put the input in, I'm not gonna give you that move. That doesn't exist. It's all about whether you can do it or not. Yeah. If you're like, oh man, the wrong move came out. That's just you did the wrong move. I do it all the time, and I'm just like, dang, I did the wrong move. I got, I took that. Like, I know I lost. I know why I lost. I did the wrong move when I shouldn't have. Then you learn from it. If you're just like, man, this game hates me. This controller, like, this controller isn't working for me. I'm like, you gotta, you. It's not that. That's not why you lost. Right. That's just a it's, thing. It's yeah, just that's a just thing. that's just an outside thing. I've been playing games for years, and controllers change. Whether you know you like them, whether the you feel it's like the game is not fair, it's it's fair. I'm gonna tell you right now, the game is not built to not be fair. It's 100% built that way as a reason. That you wanna there's aspects 
of why these characters, and that's why you know you're you win or you lose. You no one whiffs on a move because the game wanted you to whiff on the move. Yeah, they didn't, you they whiff didn't. because you misstepped. You did it wrong. You did it wrong timing. They didn't shorten your move exactly just for no reason. Yeah, it's not yeah. like oh why that miss this time like because you had different. There are different variables in this one. Yeah. You, like, you there are different variables. Yeah, you space it wrong. They countered you. There's so many different aspects of it that you can't just blame on this and the other thing. You just have to take it in stride and just say, oh, I lost. Maybe I'm not good against this right now, but I have to work on it yeah. to get better at it to, so I can get good at it. You know, like, I there are characters I'm bad at. I know I'm bad. I'm like, oh, that's going to be rough. But, you know, I'll, I'll still fight. And, I'll still, and even if I lose, I'm like, I know what that what I'm being beaten by. Yeah. It's not me like, man, this game is cheating me. Like, I know why I'm getting beat. But it's more, am I good enough? Like, am I ready to, you know, teach myself how to be better at that? You know, yeah. it's always totally. you. I think that's, like, the most important thing. It's not anything else. It's just you messing up. And when you can finally understand that it's you and why it's happening, then you're good. Right. Then you can. Then you start improving. Exactly. You, you start looking inward. Yeah. That's when you start building. That's when your skills start to build. Right. Because until then you stagnate. Yeah, and then you're just doing the same thing, and then it's just whatever. You know, you'll lose it. You'll keep on losing. Right. You always lose. But if you're losing and then you're not getting better, then you can't get mad. Yeah, that's true. Like if you're not actively like, oh, I'm going to get this down. You can't be mad. Like you're like. I knew you were going to do that. I didn't, like, try to learn how to stop that, but I'm just going to keep doing it. Like, you can't be mad, you know? Right. Unless you want to be mad at yourself. Yeah, exactly. I think it's totally reasonable to be mad at yourself. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe I got hit by that. Yeah, absolutely. Because because you've done it to me a billion times. I'm still getting hit by it. Right, yeah. I need to do something. Yeah, that happens to me all the time. Like, he just grabbed me, like, four times in a row, and I didn't stop it. Like, I just, like, let that happen. That happened to me last night on MK. I got grabbed, like, four times in a corner. I was just like, I'm... I. I could easily duck this, but I'm not. Yeah. And I'm not like, man, he's cheating. He's blocked. He's grabbing me all the time. I'm just like, I could easily get out of this, but I'm yeah. not. Whether that's on me, you know, that's on me. I could just duck the block and hard crushing blow uppercut you to death. But, you know, I'm, for whatever reason, I'm not doing that. And it's not anything to do with the game. It's just me. Right, you. Me hitting, just taking like L's and hitting like, you know, flaws. And I'm just doing something wrong. And I've, I feel like it's really easy to fall into that blame everything but yourself mindset when you're getting really frustrated. Yeah, when, definitely, like, definitely. Starting to get, like, if you're, you're getting, getting blinded, right. You're getting grabbed four times and you swear you're yeah, breaking it. Yeah, like, exactly. You're breaking but it. But you're wrong. not. Yeah, that's like, In your head, it's core. either like, oh, all this, all this right. stuff is happening. But in, in reality, you're, there's one thing happening. Right. You're hitting the wrong button. Yeah, exactly. You're doing something wrong for yeah. it not to work. Your timing's off, whatever, whatever. I will say I think I... I am luckier because, you know, we've been playing together for almost 20 years. Yes. I've lost a lot. So I know how to lose and, you know, not break a controller. You know, I know how to lose and get better, and I've been doing it for 15 years. Not A lot of people are who jump into these games, they don't, like, they jump in again. Like, let's say you started at MK11. If oh, you yeah. lose, you're like, oh, I'm done. You know, yeah. like, they don't have this is a my game. You don't have that patience that like want that long term even interest to do it you know but I think me losing like all the time you know you just get better 
better better time. until yeah. you start losing less. Yeah, and then you lose you know? less. You never not, you never don't lose. Right, you just lose a little less. Yeah. No one in the history of yeah, fighting exactly. games is undefeated. Yeah, no way. You always lose. That's just a silly concept. Yeah. Like, I would be so good at MK, no one would beat me. It's like, okay, you will. Yeah, that's not going to happen. You're destined to fail. And don't even put that expectation on you because you'll just be mad right. when it doesn't happen because it's not going to happen. And even the best lose. Or even the best lose. Like, yeah, you're going to lose. Like, even 100%. the best have lost. And yeah. they're the best because they have lost. Exactly. And they're still good. Right. Because like, they, they drew the right lessons out right. of their losses. Exactly. And they get better. That's kind of the point, you know? Yeah. But if you're just going to lose and then not build, then you got to take the same amount of L's, if not more, because mm-hmm. you can learn from a win, too. Yeah. So, like, you'll learn, hey, I should try that next time and it might work, you know? So you might even face losing more. If you're not learning. That's true. So it's all all about taking risks. Yeah, exactly. Especially when you you lose, right? Because you'll you'll lose and you'll be like, "Uh, let me try this. Mm -hmm. Because maybe the strategy that you just lost with has won before. Right. And in your head, like, this is a winning strategy, but it didn't win against that particular player. Yeah, exactly. So you can risk either – you can risk going in again with the same strategy and Mm -hmm. hopefully the other player will fall for it. Right. Or you'll – risk changing it up mm. do something maybe you're not so comfortable with maybe it'll work out maybe it won't yeah exactly you but think that like that comes with learning like taking those big risks yeah you I mean when it comes to risks you know that's kind of a big point in in fighting games you take the risk let's say they're let's say they're like spamming you or something I mean or not even spamming you let's say they just keep on grabbing you like, you're like, okay, I'm trying to break that. That's not going to work. Let me take a risk and duck it, which they could switch up their game right. and immediately, like, punish your duck. Or you could take the risk and win because they whiffed on that grab because you ducked it. Like, I think inherently the risk-reward system is kind of fighting games in general. And learning that, hey, this isn't working. I'm going to try this. Hey, that's not working. I'm going to try this. That's how you get good. Yeah. You exactly. open up that and you open up those aspects and then you can fit all those strategies where they will work inherently. So you're like, oh, I know this guy grabs. He's been grabbing me a lot lately. I fought a guy who grabbed me a lot. I ducked it. I'll duck here. Oh, it worked again. You know, like that's you just start placing those there and all that, you know, you know, from losing all that you learn from losing. So. That's the most vital part. Is is the it, it's really because yeah. the experience, right? Exactly, like just knowing and gaining experience over time, and sooner or later, I mean, you'll get better. You know? Yeah, and you get you'll get better. Yeah, you always get better if you, you as long as you're trying. You learn to you learn to adapt more right. than anything. Right, that's like one of the greatest skills. Right. Um, and I don't I really think I don't think anyone in the world would disagree with with uh, what you just explained no. there. Like losing is. Losing gracefully yeah, is, very, exactly. is very, very important. Yeah, because, I mean, when you throw a fit, you're just, like, looking. Um, right, you just kind of you, you look dumb. Like, like on the outside stupid. of the game, yeah. you just look silly when you... Like, and even, I don't under... I don't even, like, I wouldn't even get mad if you're just like, man. But that, like, and or maybe you even, like, spaz out a little bit. But if you still can, like, you just be like, you know what, he got me in the end. Like, yeah. you gotta, you just gotta, you know, come to terms with yourself and just like, he got me. I can't even run, you just got me. You know, like, and I just got to work on it. Now, do you think there's, there are some situations where sometimes there really isn't anything you could have done to, to like, any, sometimes there's lessons. Like, I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, in Justice 1, you get lamed out by, okay. by 
by a by Superman. By Superman, yeah. Um, do you think it's okay to kind of rage out there to be like, you know what? There, there really was. I, I couldn't take anything from that. I think that's more what it is. It's like when you lose against someone who's just like doing something like that, which is a literally kind of like unless you teleport, you almost have nothing to like. You have no way to get around it. Mm-hmm. It's almost fine to either get mad or just to stop because you can't learn. You're not going to learn from someone playing something like that. So just like, I can't do anything against this, even if I tried. Yes. So I might as well either keep playing lose and get more mad or just stop because I can't gain anything from this other than if this person does it, they're just going to beat me. They're just going to keep beating me because I can't, unless I do the same, they're going to win. All right, because fundamentally, uh, I'm yeah. sorry, that's not the word. It's like foundationally unbeatable. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you can't beat it. You have nothing to beat it with. Right. It's like an unwinnable game. There's no point of playing it. Like, there, you might like as well just drop it at, right there and just walk away, you know? And, and look for a better opportunity. To yeah, because you can always just be like, yeah, you're just spammy. <laughs> like, I, it's, it's like, like, you, you got to live with that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you just spam. I can't do anything. You just spam me. It's, like it's not skill. It wasn't skill. Yeah, exactly. It's not even about you were better than me. You just found a strategy that is beatable. It's not skill. You're not better than me. You just have that strategy. Yeah, and it, well, it's not like a high execution exactly, strategy. Exactly, yeah. It's not like it, it takes hours upon yeah. hours upon days upon months. Exactly. Of and it's not like there's a meta to it. It's just input. It's, it's, just, like, it's like it's a wall. Yeah, exactly. It and it's just pointless. You, if you can't learn anything pointless. from it, that's just don't even word. do it. It's yeah. pointless. So might as well not even get mad at that point. Might as well just put the controller down and just be like, that's it for me. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm cut out. Like, I can't do anything. And, and I, I, it does bother me when people kind of attribute those kind of scenarios and they're very far and few between mm. when it like truly far and few yeah. between when it comes to fighting games like you have your Injustice 1 Supermans Injustice 1 uh, Deathstroke Green yeah. Lanterns um, your Super Street your Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo uh, um, Akuma right yeah uh, your Meta Knight from Brawl Brawl yeah and um, I can't th- I'm really uh, Kokonoe, like yeah, Unpatched Kokonoe. Unpatched. From, um, Even Patched Kokonoe was yeah, like clean top tier. But she was banned everywhere. Yeah. Uh, unpatched. Um, thing, and that's what, five, six? I love yeah. now. That's in 30 years of fighting yeah, games. Exactly. There's only been a couple instances of where that kind like, of thing where there really isn't anything exactly. you can do. Right, exactly. And even Superman thing got patched out a little. Yeah, yeah, look, yeah. they tried to alleviate it. It still yeah. wasn't perfect. It's still, but, yeah, it was definitely better. But, yeah, definitely, you know. And no, that's why you can't even – it's not even feasible to say that. Like, use those as excuses because it's six instances within the, the almost the entire fighting game legacy. Yeah. So it's like, oh, man, you might have that once every years. Yeah, like, yeah a couple might. times. Yeah, exactly. Like, a couple times, maybe years. And then you know what to look for. And then if they're not doing that – then you're good. Yeah, you're and then fine. If you're not, and if they are, then don't. Then just don't, don't. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't yeah, about exactly. It. Just finish the fight. Yeah, and just kind of walk away. So Definitely. You know, that, that wasn't a real fight. Yeah, I didn't. Real there fight. wasn't anything to be gained from that right. fight. Right, you so didn't gain no anything. Point. I didn't. Exactly. Gain it was a pointless fight. Yeah, as exactly. you said, it was a pointless right. fight, which is kind of the worst kind of fight. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that was that was all. All I had for you, uh, as far as things I wanted to talk to you about, um, unless there's anything else you wanted to add, um, can uh, wrap it up. It's up to you. Um, Does anything had anything on your mind? Um. Oh, I, I have. I'm just gonna rant with one okay. small rant. Rant, rant as much as you want, brother. And it's inherently with MK, 
11. Okay. And and it's it's kind of annoying because the whole point of MK11, right, is you're making these variations, you're customizing your characters, and boom, boom, you have your, your sets and everything. But then when you go into ranked, you can't use them. Yeah. I think that is inherently pointless. Like, you... The whole point of this game is to customize and make the character how you want to, but in ranked, it's like, oh, we'll give you this, and you just have to work with it. And I'm just like, isn't that the whole point is to be able to make my character and run my character and see how good my character is versus this other person's character? Even if they're mirror matches, we might have different moves, you know? That's true. But in a rank and how they force rank, which I understand why they do it because it'd be hard to... I guess balance until more. It's not as one v one at that point, or if it's like, I personally, I think if it's like somewhere at Evo, they should just have builds of the game where everything's unlocked, default. Yeah, yeah, like one hundred percent. Like, or let them just make their variation real quick. If you know what you're looking for, it doesn't take long. It's just like buttons. Yeah, you don't like, have to unlock moves. Exactly, you don't even have to unlock moves. So it's like options. Boom, boom, here's your character. Let's see how they go. Like, there's by limiting that variation and the, like, here's your variation. You don't really have a skilled like person. Right. Like for me, example, my Aaron Black has enhanced, locked and loaded the acid spit, and I don't even remember. Oh, and outlaw gunslinger, which just adds more gun moves. Got you. Which is cool. It's Aaron Black. Yeah. Why, why would I not have that inherently? But those are that's my loadout. But the rank loadout is like enhanced, locked and loaded. The um his anti projectile like stance, and I think that's it. Or he might have like Oh and he has like The outworld gunslinger So like the extended Gun combo Okay But like that's Weird Like you have these Set things It's the same as X At that point Like why even let us Customize if you're Going to default us Anyway Like what's the point And I feel like It'll be Maybe not just as easy But a good thing They could have done was The characters don't have A long list of moves Yeah it's not that long You can just Choose a character Go through the list of moves. Like, it'll bring down the moves. Right. Yeah, and boom, boom, boom. There then, you go. And then that, there's your very... You yeah. don't have to go into any other menu. Exactly. You don't have to save anything. Just yeah. bam, bam, bam. Simple as that. Yeah, exactly. Because that's been, like, bugging me. And I think that's just, like... I just think it's going, like... You had such a good idea and you could create such personal things. Like, I would have loved to see, like, go to Evo and watch all these professionals see how... What their variation... Their yeah. custom variation that they like looks like. But I'm not going to see that. I'm just going to see the base customization that you made. I mean, there's always the chance that a, a build could be broken. But it, it I, so far, be. I haven't encountered any broken. Yeah. I only play casual because of the Exactly. Same. I, and that's why they have, like, the this the combat league started. Yeah. And the outfit's is dope. They have a dope outfit, Aaron Black. But I'm like, I don't even want to do this because I'm not having fun. Yeah, because it's ranked. Yeah, it's ranked. And I, I don't have what I want. And I'm just like, this is kind of not as fun. Exactly. Like, I'm a Baraka main, and both variations don't even have Blood Lunge on Yeah, just exactly. Just like my, the move I like with them. Yeah. Blood. None of, either one of them don't yeah, have Yeah, same. It. I don't think any of them has acid spit for Aaron Black. That's... And it's crazy. That's I'm just crazy. Like, that you're kind of taking away the point of the game yeah. at that point. And there's a, there's quite a few characters that I know would make a splash in the, yeah. in the tournament scene if they could just choose their own yeah, variations. But absolutely. they can't because the... The, the, the preset variations just are weak. Yeah, there's not nearly as good. I was, I was talking to... Um, I'm sorry, you're going to say something. I'm about to go off. On oh, no, you're good. Oh, I was talking to uh, uh, Bonsai Wolfberger yesterday. I was playing with him the other day. Okay. Oh, uh, yesterday. I mean. mm-hmm. And um, he was trying out the Combat League. Okay. Uh, he streamed yesterday, and he was... 
he's um he's a scarlet main, he's but he uses he uses noob a lot. Yeah. On this, I want to touch on noob. Um, and he was really miffed about the whole thing because his combos are limited mm-hmm. because of the preset variations. Right. Because there's a certain move that they don't have on either one of his air. Yeah, his sickle grab, grab yeah. thing. Yeah. Can EX. I guess maybe that's the variation where he EX it out. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And it extends his combos. He's got really good combos, mm. and he's really good in casual, in right. casual match because you can, you know, set that. And you right. Launch and the combos, and it's good. Exactly. But in ranked, he's no good. Yeah, exactly. We limit that yeah, instantly because like, he kind of becomes like a bit of a turtle. You stay yeah. back and you maybe throw some cybots out there, right. teleport. He's got some decent mix-ups, but anyone that knows, yeah, knows cybot, you're not going to pull it off yeah. because he. When he hits you, he doesn't hit that hard because yeah, exactly. combos are limited. Yeah, and I think you know, in like you by doing that, you just take the soul of the game away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that soul is gone now, and just not going to be as entertaining now because you see, you know exactly what these things are now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it's almost just like you're baiting us. It's like we have all this customization stuff. But you can't use it. You yes. can only use that in casual, which doesn't really matter. And like, the way it makes it seem like the the fact that they hide that variation behind casuals is mm. makes it seem like you're kind of a scrub for making your own variation. Yeah, it's like, and it kind of deters the point of the game because if you're going for a professional career, you're not gonna even use. You're gonna just go straight to theirs. You're not gonna even worry about making yours. Because you're going to just want to use whichever one you're allowed to use. That's like, true. there's no point even making your own variation if you, if they're the only one that you can use professionally is one they make. What's even the point if that's what your goal is? And that's like, that's like half the game. Yeah, that's some, literally the game. Some of the most fun is doing towers, mm-hmm. the, the crypt, uh, which you complete kind of fast. Yeah, honestly. Uh, the crypt and the tower and the challenges right. to get gear and money and stuff mm. for you know your character but exactly if you are like you said uh, a professional competitor then you're not worried about yeah any yeah of that. you're not worried about none of that and that just destroys a lot of the game for like for that aspect you know like the, what's even the point of playing around if i can't use what i want if i can't even do what i want to do in, in combat league you can't even use like I guess it's also kind of variation. There's no customization even on your character. That's so just default you. Like default that character in every way, and you lose all that personification right. or personality that you have in that character that you customize. Just because I don't even know the excuse because you made the moves, you should know how they balance. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. like I don't even exactly. know what like the excuse is for. I assume it's literally comes down to convenience. Okay. Like they don't want an Evo people in the in the customization menu or something. That would be my only guess. And it does take a while because it, it takes a long time. It does, but I mean, even if you're not worried about customizing, because I would understand not character customizing yourself. Yeah. In that situation, I think it'd still be fine. Just to, oh, let me check get my moves right. It's just like a button check. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. It would be like saying like, oh man, I can't change my buttons right now because they're not the default buttons that. They gave me <laughs> in this ranked loadout. I just think it's weird, and I think it detracts from the game. It's limiting. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and it could be easily, rectified. easily rectified. With, yeah. you know the idea we, we exactly have, the, the in yeah in character, character select like, pull down. Menu. Yeah, exactly. I think that would be perfect. But uh, I guess that's all I got. And and, the, and and especially if like now with the patch they show what moves you have. Yeah, I noticed that. Like, yeah, now, now there's no secret. So exactly. Who, who cares? Right? Yeah, honestly. 
Okay, well, if that was, you know, that was all you have. That's my rant for today. Um, and so we'll we'll wrap it up. Thank you for for coming on to the show, uh, Jamaican Shake. It was a pleasure having you and learning about all these things because I had a lot of I had a lot of questions, especially like and uh, focus on this on your thoughts on the characters and Mm. and mostly like your characters and stuff. Right. And that kind of comes down to our history. Right. Right. Um, but thank you for coming on. Of course. And I hope to get you on the show. Uh, many more times after this. Well, you know, I live right down the road. This is true. Okay. Uh, thank you for tuning in, everyone. As per usual, I am McWhoopie Goldberg, and I brought in today... The Jamaican Shake. And this has been the Bottom of the Pit podcast, where we look to the moon and swap our palettes. We will see you again next time. Bye.